The views and opinions expressed by guests on the TWBC podcast are solely those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views of nor constitute an endorsement by the host, TWBC, or the advertisers. National Championships, Confederation Championships, World Championships, major professional events. For over three decades, he has been there for many of the sport's greatest moments. And now he brings you even closer to the movers and shakers in the world of high echelon tournament water skiing. From the founder and creator of the Water Ski Broadcasting Company comes the TWBC Podcast. And now here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. And yes, indeed, that is me, the aforementioned Tony Lyford, and this is the TWBC podcast, and uh, great to have you on board. Um, coming to you from uh, from Hilltop Lake, uh, which will provide the setting for the Syndicate uh, Hilltop Pro, and uh, one of the uh, one of the good folks that will be uh, skiing in this uh, competition, rather surprisingly for uh, for a number of reasons. Is uh, is a good is a good friend of mine from uh, fr- from Australia. It is Nick Adams. How are you doing, sir? Hey, Tony. Good to be here, buddy. I'm good. Good, good. So, uh, you are currently uh, the Australian National Slalom Champion. So, a little Betty told me. Yeah, it uh, it was a big year considering everything that's been going on. It's uh, it's been a big year down south, and um, yeah, it was a it was a big weekend over Easter at the National Championships down there. Yeah, that was uh, that was done via runoff, wasn't it, between you and Joe Halley, yeah? No, uh, uh, <laughs> Jack Christie. Jack yeah, Christie, yeah. yeah. Correction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, it was a uh, it was a great a great event for everyone. I think it was as much as anything. I think people were pretty excited to be there because we'd had the previous nationals cancelled due to COVID. So having everyone back in the same place and coming together for the sport we love was um, was pretty special for a lot of people. And then it just topped it off that we had that um, Open Men's Slalom final workout, how it did, so we had a tie at the end and a runoff for the win. All right, then. Well, tell us, what, tell us what's, uh, what's happening for you here and now because it's a bit of a struggle getting in and out of <laughs> Australia, you know, to go anywhere. It you is. know, you managed to get the exemption to uh, an athlete's ex- exemption yep. to be here. So... Give, give us an idea of what that ordeal is like for the folks that don't really know. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a combination of a few things to um, to apply to get out. Um, once I was given exemption, it, by the by all accounts, it sounds like um, the exemption is more um, for your chance to get back into Australia as opposed to getting out. Um, it is t- the whole scenario is is painfully slow and and tough to get out. But um, now that I'm out, I'm happy to be here. But it just it took a lot of. Uh, I guess rigmarole to go through the the process to get out and um and and I had to apply fairly ahead of time to be able to come but I'm just very very happy with the circumstance to be able to let out get let out at the at the timing I did um I'm a bit late for the season of how I would have liked to I would have liked to have been here a lot earlier but um we're here now and and I'm happy to be here and try and make the most of the rest of the season that's left here all right then. So you you tell of the struggles to get here. Mm, I mean, mm. I mean, you've obviously been practicing a fair amount in Australia to prepare for an event of this. I mean, <laughs> what are the opportunities like for someone like you, or you know, or for Joel Howley, or for Jack Christie, or any or anyone sure. else to ski right now? You know, because every, I mean, 
everything's up in the air. I mean, there, there, is no, there is no one entity and no one thing that the pandemic has not touched in right. the world. But with such an isolated place as Australia is compared to a lot of other places across the world, I mean, where have, where have you had the time, where have you had the opportunity to practice, you know, and that, that sure. kind of stuff? Sure. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the strange thing too. I mean, like you said, it, it hasn't um, not touched anyone this this pandemic and and how it's affected everyone's lives uh for for me it was just a it's a tough gig because it's the middle of winter over there as well um the shocking thing is how different the countries deal with the pandemic um is a lot more of a lockdown situation over there and it varies state to state depending on your premier sort of like your governor for each state over there i I, I sense a political (laughs) no 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 we're not going there but um but as much as anything it's just it was jarring to come over here and find out how different it is that that people are approaching it um and, and obviously um, it, it affects my skiing and the ability to be able to train depending on where I've been. I've been pretty lucky before I left. I mean, like I said, fresh out of winter, so it wasn't exactly easy to, to train or, or to get skiing in prior to leaving. Um, but I was lucky I was able to get up to the north of Australia where I've trained a lot um, over the winter. Like previous years, like last year when I knew I wasn't going to get out of the country, um, I went up to the top of Australia to Darwin to be able to train. So I'm very lucky that I have um, the people I'm close with that, up there. That you have skiing up in the Northern Territory? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You, what are you worried about, Tony? A little crock or something? Or what? <laughs> no. Um, the the site that we ski on there's there's none of that it's um it's a beautiful site we've actually held nationals there before um it's a beautiful spot down uh, up there at Berry Springs or down here from there from here okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah lucky enough that I was there and then um, over at Ski North up in Cairns to train a little bit um, it's a beautiful new site we've got up um, in the northeast of Australia up in Cairns um, just south of the city um, so if you're ever in Australia guys anyone that's out there um, when this is all over be able to go there and uh, and check it out it's a beautiful site but yeah so I was a little bit there before I came over but really not as much skiing as I would have liked Tony mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's definitely feeling like a bit underdone going into this but we're here now and I'm really really happy to be here and competing and um and representing this beautiful tournament and it's you know it's a beautiful side as you can see so the main message here from that little spiel is there's the, that there's more to skiing in australia than just new south wales and victoria and and, and western australia definitely there, yeah it's definitely more spread around yeah i mean it's it's a national pastime this is a it's a really a sport that australia holds holds close and there's definitely i think it's the same in the states though in that there are little pockets um that you wouldn't expect that you go, oh, there's actually a real sense of community in terms of the skiing in this part of the country that you'd just never expect. All right then, yeah, I'm certainly looking forward to the day that I that I travel down. Get under. over there, I, I, yeah. I, I've I've never never been to Australia. It's one of my ambitions. Not yet, Tony. Not not quite not quite yet at the moment. I yep. mean, because for for the most for the most part, they're saying that any travel in and out of Australia can't really begin to get back to normal until good part of next year. Yeah, right? they're talking they're talking late next year, and who knows? Like anything else with this, it it could change at the the uh, toss of a coin. You know, it's just uh, it's just wild. So far as international skiing is concerned, the uh, the fortunate few that are actually able to mm. get out. Or more, more to the point, be able to get out and have the opportunity to get 
back in. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, how does that pattern out? I mean, I mean, you're, are you going to be skiing in the worlds coming up in October? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was a big push as to why I wanted to try and get here when I did, just because the opportunity to compete at a fifth world title, uh, world championships was, was huge for me and, and important to me. So it was always in the back of my mind that I would start the process early to try and get over, obviously to compete at, at events such as this, but worlds is, you know, they don't come around that often and, uh, and your window to be able to compete at them at the highest level is uh is small you know so i wanted to try and make the most of that and um and lucky enough i'll be here through and and i would think in terms of you know if you're asking about when i'm heading back or whatever i'd like to be back there in in time for the summer so my my plan is to go back not too too long after worlds but um you know, it, it, at this stage, it looks like I'm good to get back, but it's still the two-week quarantine deal. You pay for the hotel, and you're in that lockdown yeah. in, in the room for 14 days, so it's going to be pretty brutal, but um, the price you pay, Tony. Yeah, so, so I mean, what's the general plan going into the World Championships? I mean, the Worlds is going to be about uh, midpoint of October, mm. so, so, so you, for example, would have... I mean, I mean, anyone traveling from Australia to be there immediately before the Worlds has mm. got to quarantine like two weeks. Uh, not to not to leave, only not, to not, go back. Only to go back. Yeah, okay. only to go back. You go back to quarantine. Um, the only requirements in terms of COVID like that, I think it depends what country you're heading to, but to come over here, you just need proof of a negative test 72 hours within your flight. And I think that's a lot of the international flights at the moment. So does Australia think uh, believe that the United States is high risk? I think Australia thinks every country is high risk right now. So, I mean, you look on, they have a you know website for Smart Traveller as to where you're allowed to travel or whatever, and they'll say, if there's something going on in the world, do not travel. Well, the whole list right now says oh, yeah. do not travel. So, yeah, not more one place more than the other. It's just Australia is pretty much of the concern of no one goes out, no one goes in as a general rule, you know. So I feel very, very fortunate to be able to get out and to be able to do what I, what I do, you know. All right then. So, uh, what do you do work-wise these days? Because I mean, because uh, I mean, because uh, I mean, obviously you can't sustain yourself skiing uh, so so much. But I mean, you've dabbled a little bit of modelling and all that kind of stuff in recent years. So. Uh, I don't know. That was a little while ago. Now, a little while ago. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm I'm pretty lucky in in the fact that you know, in terms of the ski world and and who, the people that I have and the sponsors that I have behind me that I've been able to sustain my life through that i do a lot of coaching when i'm in australia i have a full-time place over there that people come train with me there okay Um, so during the summers over there i'm very much either on the road for clinics or people come ski with me um on that border of victoria new south wales so between that and like i said the people behind me and the sponsors i have i've been pretty fortunate to be able to do what i love yeah because i mean because i mean a lot of people don't realize how large australia is i mean you can (laughs) actually fit on uh, the the entire United with, States within the, within the bounds yeah, of Australia, pretty it, much. Yeah, the width I think is pretty similar in terms of the width of the country of the island um, of Australia versus the states. But um, the biggest difference is totally you can't live in majority of that. <laughs> the, the middle is desert, you know. Whereas the US, you could drive all the way through and live yeah, try that, living you know? in Uluru and getting <laughs> exactly. and, and getting getting what you want done. <laughs> nah, it's um, it's a totally different landscape, but it is um, you know it is vast and it is. Uh, rugged in places but we've got you know a really strong ski community over there and um and i'm very very lucky to have you know the people i have behind me both there and internationally to be able to help me live out my dreams 
All right, kind of describe a little bit of the sensation of you landing and landing from Australia into the United States because obviously it's been a while mm. since you've been <laughs> in the United States, taking taking in the fresh air of the of the north of the northwest no, of Australia, the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. I I went to Florida first for a few days before I came here, so okay. I was. I'm a bit of a. Uh, a bit of a jet lag whirl at the moment. It's uh, and my body does not know what time zone it's in. But um, it, it's just as much as anything. It was get back and get on the water. You know, I'm I'm really feeling like I needed to train and and get out of um, get out of winter mode and and get skiing and and get behind what I need to do and and focus really in on that tournament mode. You know, usually I will come over a lot earlier in the season here and and have some training behind me in Florida prior to any events that I go in, whereas this is just fresh mm-hmm. off the plane, get going, you know. So it is good as much as anything. I knew that it was sort of a bit of trial by fire as as to um, getting over here and getting skiing, going straight into tournament mode is that I knew it would bring me up to pace. You know, you sort of lift to, to needing to ski at these events. So um, as much as anything, I'm looking at the next couple of tournaments as let's get into this and let's get back on track. You know, like we said earlier, got Worlds coming up. So I want to really prepare for that. Excellent stuff. And you're here at the the Syndicate Hilltop That's program. That's right. You are a Syndicate skier. I am. And it's, uh, yeah, I mean, the fact that this has been the event it's been, the people behind this, obviously within the HO within the company um it's really expanded as it's gone every year seems to get a little bit better with how this tournament has evolved and and the people behind it the people starting to come to it and um and just the way it's run it's it's seamless Gordon and and the guys that run this tournament from the side it's just you know you'll find out this weekend Tony I mean it is a beautiful spot and um it is a really well-run tournament yeah I was here last year for the first time you know okay I, I, I I just couldn't you know I look look around and see how how green that grass is, you know. <laughs> I mean, and like the wooded surround, you know. Yep. You know, it does. It. Pristine. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, the wind blows north and south here, with, mm. and but it but it very rarely creates much more than a ripple on the yeah, water. Yeah, and you know what's the interesting thing about this site? I mean, I've skied at a lot of ski lakes, and um, it is the only site I go to where you get off the highway, you drive up here, and that's the exact thing. You drive up to get to the lake i don't know any other tournament site that you drive up to get to the site it's always down into a you know a quarry or a or a valley or something it's Mm -hmm. the only place you drive up to yeah yeah most of those sites you're in a little dip yeah something it's kind of like dug out of the the ground (laughs) at the lowest possible level to like the water exactly have the water yeah all right then so So, yeah so uh, you're at this tournament. You just come off the. You barely just gotten off the water. Have, off the boat. Yep. Have, have, having <laughs> having practiced. Oh yeah, I just got. I'm still wet. You're still yeah. <laughs> okay, my apologies for that. But uh, so, what kind of? I mean, taking into account what you've done in practice and how you prepare for mm. this, mm. Florida or what have you. I mean, what what kind of score is is generally uh, in the realm of being satisfied? Oof satisfied i i'm a slalom skier tony i don't know the meaning of that word i mean <laughs> it's one of those never ending things a tournament like this you know as well as anyone if you don't run your 107 so you're 39 you're not you're not in that race to be able to make in those finals let alone having a chance of podiuming or whatever else you know you need to be the way things are going with the sport and and the level the guys are competing at now you need to be turning that two ball you need to be moving down that 10 and two if you're in with a shot of any sort of podium gig 
All right then. So uh, we're going to wrap this up around about uh, around about here. I mean, obviously you've got friends, you've got supporters. Yeah, uh, they're pro- they're probably they'll probably be watching you yeah. on on the on the webcast on the web and and live. Yeah, there's a lot of people coming out to this this event. It sounds like this weekend, so I'm I'm pumped to see everyone. It's been a while, you know. It's been two years since I've seen a lot of these people. So even some of the guys I'm skiing with, I'm really excited to see. Excellent stuff. So, all right, then we'll uh, we'll round that off. Uh, uh, you've been listening to Nick Adams. Uh, my name is Tony Lightfoot, and uh, until the next episode of the TWBC podcast, I bid you farewell. The views and opinions expressed. Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcast.